Hi, um, I did want to add something to the episodes of children and generations to come. There is an evil component. I'm sure you're aware. We have children coming in from horrific countries, dying trying to get here, and the fight at the border and the chaos. It affects the children. Children of all nations are affected by the evil component. It seems like there is a, a movement to not only instill fear when they're young and bring them to horrible places, but to desensitize them with viewing things that are not of God. I truly mean this. I really think that we should pray and fast if we should and nonstop. Remember, you're responsible for your children, for discipline and love, but we're also responsible for the children of the world. They have no one, but they do have us. Just letting you know. Thanks. Good morning. Hey, this is Sally from Coffee Mates and Winers. I'm off mic, so hopefully it doesn't get too echoey in here. Um, today's topic is about children. Um, whether you have children or not, they are the future. And God loves us all, and He especially loves the children. Um, we know that children can be challenging at times. Um, they're loving, um, but it is up to us, and it is our responsibility to teach them where, where they should go. And um, in Deuteronomy 32.2, let my teaching fall on you like rain. Let my speech settle like doom. Let my words fall like rain on tender grass, like gentle showers on young plants. Well, um, we could be uh, considered young plants as, even as adults because we're always growing childlike in our faith. I do remember when I was about three years old, living in Chicago, um, sitting on the uh, plane in the grass, actually sitting on the, on the front lawn of my mom and dad's house. And by myself, I'm sure there were kids around because our neighborhood was full of life and people were always watching out for each other. And I do remember the sun blazing and coming down and I enjoyed it for whatever reason. I'm sitting there in the grass and looking at a blade of grass and it felt soft and it felt sticky and I could see a ray of sunshine over my hand to touch the grass. And I thought I heard, I, well, I know I heard a, a voice that said to me, if I can remember right, is that I love you more than the the blade of grass or I love you too I can't remember so when I look at this verse in Deuteronomy 32 2 it says uh, let my teaching fall on you like rain let my speech settle like dew I, I do feel like at that moment it did settle like dew that word of, from God it's just settled in my heart and I've never forgotten it yes I've been astray but I you know it's I come back to that and I think you know you were always there not realizing it when you're three, four, five years old. 
Let my words fall like rain on tender grass. Are we the tender grass when we are little and let like gentle showers on young plants and then we grow to be like young plants in the world, spreading the word, spreading who we are and what we know. So that's God. He He enters our lives the day we are, we are born. Um, he's there for us to accept. He's there for us to acknowledge. It's something that um, is a grace, a grace from the good Lord. Um, also to in Deuteronomy 6, 5 to 7. These commandments that I give you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you are at home, when you sit, when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. And that's something I've tried to do with my kids. If not, um, and we should. And there are many opportunities here in this world of God's glory to be awed and admired. We can uh, look at the sunshine. Even the rain is fruitful. Um, the beautiful trees, the bushes, the flowers as they bloom, the identity and the different kind of flowers God has made, the waterfalls just always kind of bring God into the life of our little ones. Moses said to the Israelites as they entered the promised land, he told them that God says, see, I have taught you decrees and laws as the Lord my God commanded me. Observe them carefully, for this will show you wisdom and understanding to the nations. So our guidance is God's words, his decrees, his laws, for bringing up our children. Do not forget the things your eyes have seen or let them slip from your heart as long as you have. Teach them to your children and to the children after. There we go. I mean, that's definitely something, a commandment from God, a suggestion maybe. Um, good word, good advice. Teach them to your children and to the children after them. So we were parents, many of us are still parents. I am a grandparent, so although I know I brought my kids to church and, and talked to them and spoke to them about God's love, I tried to exemplify that in my life. Not all days are good, but you know, forgive your children even as, as you forgive yourself and God forgives you and teach them, etch them. Etch the words of God in their hearts. Teach your children and the children after them, their grandchildren. We are grandparents and we have accountability. And hopefully we have learned some wisdom and discernment that we can impart on our grandchildren. Proverbs 22.6 Train a child in the way he should go and when he is old he will not depart from it thinking that is training training him in the ways of the Lord, not in the ways of abuse and foul language and impatience. Children are learning and they learn from us. They see what's going on. Speaking to children, I mean, some children um, need a little bit more discipline than others, that I know, but soft discipline and, and always loving, always rewarding and loving. Children, 
Um, sometimes I think we misunderstand them and believe they know more than they do or they understand and rationalize more than they do, but they don't. And it's up to us to teach them. I remember one time being in the, in the car with my daughter and she was about six or maybe younger, I would say, and um, just a little tiny girl. And I told her, you know, that is very important. You have to do this. This is important. And she started to cry. I was like, why are you crying? You know, and, and she said, Mom, I don't know what that means, important. So they don't always know. And children learn at different levels. So don't expect your younger one to learn as the older one and vice versa. Um, David was taught as a child to honor and love the Lord, but he was taught the things that we've learned in Coffee Mates and Winers, and that is to have confidence and to be sure of who we are and what we stand for and knowing that we have faith and God is with us. So David, what did he do? Yeah, he killed Goliath, and he was just a young lad, as they say. So you'd be surprised as we raise our children and grandchildren, what they can see and learn. You know, I remember my little grandson telling his dad, okay, I'm going to count to three, one, two, three. And he didn't follow the third number and he got upset. He goes, that's what you said. We have to count to three. So they, they just, they, they need understanding and they need patience. We, when you teach a child the goodness of God, the love, the patience, and even generosity. Those are things that go far in their life and form their character. In um, 2 Corinthians 8.15, He who gathered much did not have too much. He who gathered little did not have too little. So there we go. Um, it's equanimity, a balance of nature, a balance of life. Um, what we expect and don't expect, and God does always provide. He who gathered much did not have too much. He who gathered little did not have too little. He does meet our needs, like the birds and the sparrows. He provides. He provides for us. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each man should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to make all grace abound you, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you have and you need, you will abound in every good work. And as, as it is written, he has scattered abroad his gifts to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. Um, generosity, I think, is an expression of our thanks to God. I remember going to Costco one day, and there was a man, a young man, who um, held out a sign that said, need money for diapers. And in my haste, I passed him up, and I thought, well, that's silly. So I did have $10 on me, which is unusual because I always have ATM and credit cards. So, excuse me, so I gave the, the, the guy 10 bucks, And I watched. I, I had to observe and see what he did. And he did. He went into Babies R Us. 
came out with a bag of diapers. That's awesome. I mean, he truly was a man in need. Wish I had more to give him. Um, I've done other things, of course, and passed up other opportunities, too. Um, there was a man that my nephew saw downtown in a wheelchair. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he was in a wheelchair begging for money. Dropped $10 in his, or no, he dropped $20 in his cup. The guy went into a shop, wheeled in, came out, he bought a hat. Well, you know, when you're out in the scorching sun, you need a hat, you know, and especially if you're in your wheelchair. So those are needs that we never know people have. And if they're taking your money, it's on them. They are the accountable ones, not you. Your expression for God's generosity is always, um, always a good thing. Never goes unseen. And Mark 10, 4, 14, let the children come to me. And do not hinder them. The kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, put his arms around them, and blessed them. You know, um, that that's really something that speaks to me in many different ways. Um, we do come to God as a child. Sometimes we come in a desperate need when we reach rock bottom. Sometimes we learn it as children in church or by our loved ones. Those who are sometimes highly intelligent and um, discretionary and analytical um, don't really see the specificities of the, the Holy One. And I think it says somewhere... Uh, Oh, I know um, how people get rich and they always want to be in this world with selfish needs and how a rich man um, has difficulty getting into heaven even more than, you know, um, what was the eye of a needle going through, a, finding an eye of a needle in a haystack. Um, but getting off track here, uh, that, that is, you know, really loving of God to take the children in his arms and then not only did he take them in his arms but he blessed them as we can do with our children and grandchildren you can put your hand in them and you can decree blessings over them and with such love and know that they will be blessed I sometimes take my little grandson I look in his eyes and I say I see you I see who you are and who God made you I can look in your eyes and know that you are special Words of comfort and joy to our children. They mean a lot. They go far. It also says in Mark, Which of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Be nice to your children. If they're hungry, feed them. If they need gym shoes, buy them. You know, or, or do something. Pre prepare a way for them. Make sure that they do come first. And make sure they have confidence in you, that they can... Expect their parents to be there for them. You're the only one. You're, you're who they look up to. Lastly, in Deuteronomy 7.9, Understand, therefore, that the Lord your God is indeed God. He is faithful God who keeps his covenant for thousands of generations and lavishes his unfailing love on those who love him and obey his commands.
So we can pray for our children. We pray for our children's children and for their descendants after them, that they will carry the heart of God in their lives and, and that the word of God will be etched in their hearts so they can go to that reservoir and find it when they need it and, and pass it on to generation. Well, I think that's about it from here. Um, I hope you enjoy the week. It's a beautiful, beautiful day. Um, I thank you for um, listening. I'm sorry that I haven't been around for a while. We did flip my son's house, so I've been very busy. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. I, I know they're not too in-depth, these little podcasts of mine, but they're thoughts that I have, and I want to share them with you. And remember in Joshua, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. <laughs>